Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the PHNX Rising Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Uh, if you haven't yet, make sure to download the app on your phone, and don't forget to hit that like button right now if you're on YouTube watching us. Really appreciate that. And if you're listening to us on your streaming devices, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Uh, my name is Ramon Chavez. Super happy to be here, and alongside me is uh, Fresh Cut. Look at him. Uh, Owen Indeed. Evans. <laughs> yeah, this afternoon. Got it in there ahead of the uh, big stuff going on next week, of course, which uh, I'm sure we'll touch on a little bit here today. And uh, yeah, cause next week's going to be a busy, 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 busy week. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm looking fly, by the way, sir. So um, yeah, speaking of that week, uh, Owen, um, just to let everybody know just at the top of the show is that our Next week, it's going to be a little bit different with our shows. We're going to have a show on Monday because there's a midweek game on Wednesday, obviously, the big USL showcase. And uh, and then after that, obviously, we're going to have a post-game show after that Louisville Rising game. And then we're going to have another show on Friday to preview that Saturday game uh, that's going to be at home. So big week. Owen's going to have his hands full over there. Hopefully, you get to speak to a, a lot of people. And I'm sure you're going to provide some content over, uh, from there as well, right? Oh, yeah, there's going to be content throughout the week, so make sure to stay tuned with that. Uh, you can get all of that, of course, at gophnx.com, uh, and it'll be coming out on Twitter, and maybe there'll also be some some extra full-length interviews that we can provide. We'll have to mm. have to wait and see how that goes. You might already have some people lined up, so just be on the lookout for that. Some really big names. They might be. And uh, just to the comment here about do we have a post-game show lined up for next Wednesday? Yes, we absolutely do. Uh, that game, I believe, is is it a four o'clock or a four thirty kickoff Arizona time? Yeah, it's pretty early it's, on that it's day. It's early. It's early, so uh, it won't be too late for you on Wednesday evening. Uh, we're going to be getting you. You're going to come straight off your dinner and get ready to drink heavily with us. Apparently, when it becomes a that's a bloodbath, maybe to drink, but not heavily, responsibly. You can very uh, responsibly. Let me put it here. There we go. Some four peaks. There you go. You guys and also go. only only if you're 21 and over as well. Definitely and over. don't. Yeah, big disclaimer, but yeah, have some dinner, get some four peaks, relax. And BJ, hopefully, it's not depressing Wednesday <laughs> after the game. Um, and yeah, just enjoy some four peaks with us, uh, at the PHNX uh, post game, uh, PHNX rising post game show. All right, Owen, um, let's see what happened here. What did I do? I feel you like jinx, I was like, you jinxed, you jinxed by picking NMU. Oh my god, come on, man. Sorry, see, these midweek games, man, like, don't even listen to me. I'm just saying. You know what I think might what might happen, but they're always crazy. So, uh, yeah, great show for you guys today. We have something pretty big today, which is our power rankings for all the 27 USL championship teams. It is the halfway mark of the season. So uh, Owen and myself and uh, you were able to get some other people right to give you some your thoughts on these rankings. Yeah, we'll talk through the full technical breakdown of quite how these would derive later. But yes, there's a. A few different things that went into them. Um, it's not quite just, you know, seeing what comes out of any individual's head. Uh, but 
but ultimately I'm expecting a lot of people to disagree with certain aspects of this. So make sure to light up the chat and tell us exactly where we went wrong. Along for here. sure, for sure. <laughs> It'll be maybe fun. we'll leave, maybe we'll even name and shame some of the other people who voted in this so that you know they wow, can. Wow, we're gonna call them out. All right, but it'll be fun. Uh, definitely going to talk about some news regarding uh, a player's extension of their contract today as well. We got some big news regarding that. And then we'll wrap up the show just uh, previewing this weekend's USL action. All right, Owen. So let's go ahead and talk about that player. So if you guys weren't able to see the press release from uh, Phoenix Rising today, Lyman Jane has been signed for the rest of the season. Originally, it was a 25-day contract. I have pretty much figured it was going to get extended. It was kind of uh given at that point but what are your thoughts about this and chat let me know as well chime in and let, let us know how you feel about this extension towards the end of the season yeah i feel as though yeah you're right it's not a surprise to us it's especially not a surprise because we've been listening to what rick has been saying throughout all of this and everything that comes out of his mouth about lamin is positive personally i, I just i don't know I, i'm i'm looking at what's happening around the the rest of the league i'm looking at people who are coming in as midweek as mid-season sorry additions and i just i'm not excited by this one it's he's a guy who maybe fills in as one of the last people on the roster let's be perfectly clear that's where he is right he is not like some starter that's coming that's gonna blow people away uh he's barely scored in his career uh all these other things that we could really go into but i I just don't feel like that's what rising's missing right now and you see other people going out and making statement signings guys like romario williams today signing for new mexico united that's a statement signing that's a guy who's a current jamaican international who who's you know done it at this level and shown that he can do it do it at this level and gives them something to be excited about and then on the other hand, you've got rising signing Lamin Jown. No, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I know you're seeing some positives in him, Ramon. Yeah, yet yeah, no. And and I've liked this effort, and I put it on Twitter, and I quickly got reminded that he hasn't scored a lot. <laughs> so, um, that that is a fact, and that is true. But uh, you know, I'm trying to take a look at the other side. I think whenever he's gone on the pitch, he's been kind of a little bit of a spark plug. He's shown that effort. He's willing to commit. I remember last game against Memphis, he tracked back all the way back for uh, for the ball, literally where Joey Calistri was standing because no one else was defending. So I like that side of him, and and I, I feel like that should be a little bit more infectious towards the rest of the team. But at the end of the day, when you're playing his position, you need to score and you need to get assists. And if he's not doing it, then you're pretty much not fit for to be part of the team because that's literally what your position is all about. So if he's able to get on the board and he's able to at least contribute a little bit, I would think this is just a success as far as the signing itself. But you're right. When you think about what the rest of the league is doing and when you look at the, the, the loan, uh, the loans that they've, they've gotten, and I'm talking about rising now, the loans that they've gotten, the players that they've signed, it's rough, man. Like a lot of these guys are not panning out. And for that to happen, it, you know, when, whenever you're thinking about midseason signings, they need to come in and work right away, You, especially in the position that Rising is in. So I don't know what's going on, man. You, you know, you see these signings, especially one that you're just talking about today. You kind of just throw your hands up like, what is going on with the club? Is there, is there a money situation going on? Are they just not willing to invest? Are they content? Which I think would be even worse with what they have right now. Um, and, and you kind of just kind of wonder what's going on with the club, you know? Well, here's a, a question. I'm kind of put this to you, to the chat, to everyone. 
if Rick Chance was quite on the firing line in the way that all of us somewhat expect, why do you sign a player that he's requested at this time? Like, like actually, actually, seriously, now, especially when he's a player who a lot of people have doubts on. And the only real reason that he's here right now is because, you know, he's it's because Rick ultimately rates this guy. Yeah, no. And, and I think you make a fair point, but it's at this point, it's like I, and that's what makes me even feel even more like saying, hey, well, Rick, whatever happens this season, Rick is not getting fired. Not a, at least until the end of the season, because they signed this guy, they extended his contract. And it's making you feel like, hey, well, they're just going to ride this out and see what happens. And and it's as a fan and as someone that has to cover every game, it's a little disappointing because it, I feel like there's just that just means more losses in the horizon. You know what I will say? I just want to go here to it's our friendly account that's in here all the time. Fire Chance did make one comment here mm. with perhaps Rick should play Lamin in defense. I mean, <laughs> I mean, given the history, he wouldn't he wouldn't be the first winger to be converted into a fullback at Phoenix Rising. I'll say that much. Um, look, I, I think that Peyton as well, looking at the chat here, if I won't hate on him too much, I don't think he'd be catching as much flack if he was signed alongside one or two others. He's a victim of that sickness. I, I agree that I feel that he's gotten a bit of neg- a bit more negativity on arrival and given a lot less leash more because of the circumstance around. And really, it's the circumstance of the season. Right now, Phoenix Rising needs to be doing things that are going to turn things around. And the point in the matter is, is that he's not that guy. And fine, you're going to have guys on your team who aren't that guy. But he's just not the guy they need now. They need someone who will turn this around. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's him in any way, shape, or form. And yeah. so, yes, there's a lot more negativity, perhaps, that we see towards him than to other guys who probably to be fair of a similar kind of talent level that we've seen come and go over the years. It's just, it's just tough, isn't it? Yeah. And th- and that's what's a little bit disappointing as well. And I've mentioned this way, maybe like maybe 10 after May for sure, where uh, we're rising, we're struggling. And, and I, and I recommended, look, if Santi's not firing, if Epps is not firing, you need to bring someone that's going to make a difference. Is Lam and Johnny that guy? I no. do not think so. I do not think so. But I applaud his effort. And yes, given the circumstance and, and the, the context of the situation, I think it's maybe not fair to put, you know, all this pressure on him to perform right away, um, especially given his his uh, his experience. But it, it just, again, makes you question what is going on? Like, why can't they ha- sign? And someone said, you know, we used to get people like Saigas in the middle of the season. And now we're getting this guy that hasn't scored unless he's been in the Dominican Republic. So it's tough, man. It's it's tough. But I, again, I wish him the best. I wish, you know, he's able to perform and, and he's able to make something of this, you know, great, good for him. Yeah. So just a, a question in here, which was when does the USL transfer window close? It's kind of complicated. Uh, international signings are kind of different to domestic signings as well. Uh, look, at the end of the day, I believe it's... Oh, September normally the roster freeze so there's still some room to to kind of maneuver up until then but yes yes yeah no for sure for sure um let's see here some other comments Robert here first time long time if uh ed bird Phoenix rising doesn't get the uh, Tulsa gig he has my vote I'll take your thoughts off the air um yeah that's interesting uh, let's see. Uh, Renee agreed, Ramon. If that's the case, why sign him, Rick? Uh, except for the first 88 minutes, he's good. <laughs> and then McVie, how about that new cricket stadium they're pro- proposing about guy? I did hear about that. That's interesting. Um, 
Here's the thing. It's a little, little, little bit of a segue. I liked one cricket video because this guy made like a crazy catch, and now I get nothing with cricket videos on TikTok. So oh, that's great. <laughs> that you love cricket. It's fun. I, I'm trying to get into it. Also pickleball, by the way. So I'm trying to get into that. Anyway, um, before we get to the rankings, uh, did you have any more thoughts on on Lemon before we? Uh... I feel like we've kind of expended all of them so far. So uh, maybe we should just move on. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> All right, all right, awesome. Um, yeah, should should be. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, with Lyman here. All right, uh, Owen. So before we get to the rankings, can you explain? You know how these were curated and and how these uh, the algorithm kind of works with these rankings. Sure. So what we did, we all sat down, we picked up the finest bag of OGs uh, that we could find naturally, mm-hmm. naturally, and uh, no, we we didn't do that, but. Um, <laughs> right so it's kind of split into three parts to this one of the parts is a mathematical ranking that counts for a third then there was my own ballot and ramones ballot we ranked all the teams ourselves that counted for another third and then we went and harassed some other journalists here in phoenix to see what they had to say and that counted for the final third and then so we added all of those things up with the weightings and it gave us a ranking so all the teams ranked from one to 27 now we've split them up here into three groups that we're going to talk about as we go along and i'm sure we've got a fair bit to talk about with each of these this is going to be most of what we're talking about this show so let's crack on with that ready let's do it let's do it so we're going to start with the teams at the bottom of the pack so that is teams from 21 to 27 and here they are. So just to run through the uh, teams now, for those of you who are, because we will have people listening to this only on audio. Uh, in 27th, we have New York Red Bulls 2. 26th, Charleston Battery. 25th, Atlanta United 2. 24th is Loudoun United. 23rd is Orange County. 22nd is Monterey Bay. And in 21st position is Phoenix Rising. That's uh, not a, a good spot to be if you're Phoenix Rising. But let's talk about, you know, uh, the, the other teams here for a quick second. So, it, you know, Orange County, I think they have the ability out of everybody in that list to get, a, uh, get out of that group. Based on what I've seen, I know they just lost to Monterey, but I feel like they have something brewing there based on, on seeing them play Rising and the rest of the, the, the games that I've seen. I feel like they're out of this team, uh, the, this group of teams, I mean, I think they're the most likely to get out of this bottom half, uh, bottom third, I mean, of, of uh, USL championship teams and into at least the, you know, the middle position. I, I don't know if you agree with me on that. I think they have talent there and I think they've been massively underperforming this season, right? Mm-hmm. We could say the exact same about Phoenix Rising. I feel as though it's just not really there is it really let's be honest now i see some of these comments in here we got rising beat how many of these well they didn't beat orange county they did beat monterey bay they didn't beat loudon uh they do have atlanta united two and new york rebels two to play later in the season i believe both of those games are in phoenix Mm. so you'd imagine they're going to going to have the edge there slightly look it's there's a lot of teams here that are really struggling and a lot of the times it is just daft errors in the kind of defense and the transition right they leave mm-hmm. a lot of space or they get caught a lot they give up a fair number of goals um i, I feel as a monterey bayer here ranked slightly higher than maybe people who are just looking at a league table would put them uh the reason being they are 
recently seeming to suddenly find it a bit. A part mm. of that is down to the fact that they started the season on the road. That's really tough, isn't it? You know, when mm. you start for as long a period on the road as they had, it's going to be really tough. But yeah, I feel as though New York Red Bulls 2, if I'm not mistaken, was a consensus bottom pick. Um, they're <laughs> that bad. Uh, yeah. It's they, They're just that bad. They're shipping goals left, right and center. Charleston had that very brief resurgence when no one really was expecting and then all of a sudden just dropped back off the edge yeah, of the cliff yet again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atlanta United 2, hey, there are two teams. I mean, as a Loudon, right? These are these are reserve teams. They're, they're never particularly good, are they? Let's be real. Yeah. Um, I mean, Atlanta United 2, they have Jackson Conway. That's the only guy, you know, that I would be really worried about. And I feel like they, they have some sort of kind of spoiler kind of, you know, gene in them for the rest of the season where if they, they heat up, you know, they're able to to compete so i you know even though they're on the bottom side of the of these rankings i i still think they're dangerous yeah uh, just uh, one other disclaimer or two other disclaimers actually that i almost forgot to to put in when we we're talking about these rankings number one is just so everybody knows these were decided before yesterday's games okay so they do not factor in the results that happened yesterday and the other disclaimer is that unlike nick murray's which is pretty much just on form this is more of a true ranking over the course of the season than just form based yes there's going to be an inherent bias towards teams that are doing better more recently but it's not like just looking at the team's last five games or so it's closer to say when you're looking at the college football rankings right and you've got you know you're ranking people based on what they've done this season that's kind of where this is going so yeah, it doesn't feel good seeing rising down here, does it? But ultimately, can any of us argue with that? No, no, I think they're perfectly placed. I think if they were a little bit higher, I would have some issues, actually, because yeah. just they, they just haven't been up to par to the rest of the, the teams up, uh, ahead of them. And it's one of those things, isn't it, where you just you could put them slightly higher, but we're talking slightly. We're talking very, very slightly, like a place, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I can see the uh, the comments coming in are not particularly favorable here, are they? Yeah, no, no, not good. And again, I think we all know. I don't think anyone's upset about this. I don't think everyone's not saying that we like messed up or, you know, we're screwing around with these rankings. No, I think that's the reality of how, you know, things have been this uh, first half of the season. It's just bad, isn't it? And you know what? Let, let's stop. Let's stop. Because let's all we'll, we'll, get we'll get into this. We'll get into I feel like the next ones as we go up, now they start to become a little bit more we can talk about, a little bit more to think about how exactly you'd place some of these people. So yeah. let's go ahead now. We have teams in 11th to 20th. So let's take a look. Here's where we have gone for anyone who is wondering. In 20th, I'm reading from the bottom up, Hartford Athletic. In 19th, Indy 11. I'm going to talk about them in a minute. 18th is FC Tulsa. 17th, the Miami FC. Uh, In 16th, we've got RGV. 15th is Oakland Roots. In 14th is Las Vegas Lights. You see there, they are, of course, LAFC's reserve team. Uh, In 13th, we have LA Galaxy 2. In 12th is Birmingham Legion. And in 11th is the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. So, Ramon, I'm intrigued now about your thoughts on these. Um, I think the one that is a little bit surprising for me, just given the way that they had been playing uh, prior to Solomon Asante arriving there is Indy 11. Um, I think from 
having him be part of the team. And I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched too many, you know, uh, of their games, just kind of catching some highlights here and there. The fact that they're 19th, I feel is a little bit concerning for me just because of the, you know, what, what I saw earlier in the season from them. And they were kind of teetering around that, you know, last playoff spot in, in the Eastern uh, Conference. But lately, they're just, I think they're like in a five-game losing streak or something like that. Um yeah, they've never lost five games in a row since joining the championship. So, uh, yeah, they're struggling right now. So they're, uh, that's one of the surprising ones for me. Um, and then as far as Las Vegas lights, the one the team that you have highlighted here, I think this team will go as far as, you know, uh, L.A. Galaxy will allow, you know, Donnie Trejo and Cal Jennings to play with them. Uh, because yeah. we've seen Danny Trejo be called up to LAFC as well as Cal Jennings. Now, the addition of Gareth Bale to that squad, does that, you know, bring... Danny Trejo back to Las Vegas lights for the rest of the season. That's that's kind of one of the things that I'm intrigued to see um, just because, you know, that's basically where he plays. So we'll see what happens with them. But, you know, for them to be ranked that highly, I think that's just you got you have to applaud, you know, the team as well, because they even with with Danny Trejo and Cal Jennings, they're they're still able to, to put on a battle, which is way different from years before. So those are the two teams that I'm kind of looking at in this list. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell you what, in this one, I said I was going to talk about Indy, you did a little bit then. Yeah, the form they are on right now is really pretty bad, right? Okay, they are actually have done the exact same in their last five games in terms of the points they've recorded as Charleston Battery have. They've recorded less points in the last five games than Phoenix Rising has. I actually had Indy 11 a little bit lower in these rankings. Everybody else pulled them up. So that's why they sit there in 19th. Uh but the one thing to note about those, yes, the run of form right now is bad in terms of they're not picking up points. But most of those games, with the exception of one, they've only lost those games by a single goal, mm. right? They're not like they're going out and getting blown out. You look at those last five. They lost 1-0 to Detroit, 1-0 to Pittsburgh, 1-0 to Miami, 5-0 to San Diego. They did get blown out pretty badly in that game. And then they lost 4-3 to the Colorado Springs switchbacks. So... These are tight games. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's you wouldn't have thought it would take much to turn that around. Um, And it it feels almost over-exaggerated because they're losing all of them. Um, But, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, looking at some of the other teams in here, and there are some notable teams, of course, that are uh, missing here that some people may have thought would be in here that you haven't seen yet and are ranked maybe a little bit higher than you'd have been expecting. But... Some of the others to look at, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. They're a team in here who, you know, they started off the season. We really thought that they were going to be a threat, didn't we? And then mm. it just seemed to fall off a little bit a few, you know, a few weeks ago, just over a month ago or so. It just really felt like it started to fall off. They lost a few games that they definitely shouldn't have lost when they lost to Charleston. You know, mm. they've lost to RGV. They got pretty badly hammered by Tampa Bay Rowdies, losing 5-2 against them. But then they've also won their last three. So the question really is, can Pittsburgh get back on track? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel as though they've definitely got the potential to be higher up in this. And right now, it's just, if anything, it's that they've given us doubts, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I really like that team. I think when they play with intensity, they're able to control the game. Uh, if they get on the board early, you know, they we they 
they pretty much know what to do after that. So, you know, now that they kind of stabilize, can they continue to do it towards the re- the rest of the season and then um, in the playoffs? So that's definitely you know something to keep an eye out, uh, keep an eye out on the in the Eastern Conference. Um, you know, LA Galaxy too. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happily surprised to see them there. Just I think they're you know they they're a team that has talent definitely. Uh, and and you know Preston Judd, I think basically is is in line for you know, one of the top five MVP candidates, you know, he he's scoring at a, a great rate, 11 goals so far this season. So uh, if the rest of the team and, and uh, can, can play some defense, you know, the, with the way that they're scoring, I think they're going to be really dangerous. So uh, really good to see them there, you know, just because of the talent that that's in that squad. And I believe right now they have, they're nine, eight and three, if I'm correct. So uh, they yeah, are indeed. Mm-hmm. So just as a, as a separate comment there, following on from that, if you look at it, we've got 13 Galaxy, 14 Lights, and 15 Oakland. To me, those three teams are going to be battling for a playoff spot between them, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, there's a notable team in the middle of those three <laughs> in the league table that isn't in that middle of that in our rankings. Uh, they're higher, actually. And I mm-hmm. think that they're going to sort things out. But between LA Galaxy 2... Uh, and, and Vegas and, and Oakland. Oakland struggling a little bit more lately. Um, not in as good a form as the other two teams in there, but and they've also played more games as well. So it's a bit of an uphill battle for Oakland. I still think that they can do it, uh, but it's it's all about just you know getting results, especially when you're playing against those teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you're playing the Galaxy 2 and Vegas Lights, now those are games that are going to be, I feel, as we're in the homeward stretch, those are real six pointers for a team like Oakland. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I have no complaints about the, this list. I think honestly, you can interchange a lot of these teams in this kind of middle, you know, bracket of, of USL championship because, you know, some teams will going to run, some teams will lose two, three straight and then they pick it up. So this is where you kind of find who's, you know, especially late in the season, who's going to, who's a playoff team and who's kind of just uh, on the borderline. So it's, it's good to see. You can pretty much interchange everybody here right now. All right. You know what? Let's take a look at what the chat is saying right now before we move on. Before we move on. So we have, what do we have here? Reese, this is just painful to look at. <laughs> yeah. We've got Robert here was saying below the lights. That's, mm-hmm. It's true. It's sad. Uh, we've got Renee pointing out that Indy has been very inconsistent. Makes me feel bad for Asante. It's a good point. Yep. We have Thomas saying, I can't even Twitter beef with New Mexico fans because we're so low. Yeah. He's not mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Uh, Robert says, well, they still reside in New Mexico. so <laughs> that, That's true. That's true. You can still get them for that one. Uh, and let them know that hot air balloons and meth do not a proper state make. I heard they're making a statue of, I don't know if I can say the show name, but Breaking Bad on, <laughs> they're, they're making a statue of uh, Walter White and Jesse uh, Pinkman, I think. So really, yeah. I, th- I guess that's what they got going for them, you know. So I mean, to them. be fair, they've got very little else going from in Albuquerque. No, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't want to slander right. too much. Right, but, back here. So Renee yeah. saying that it's been a weird season all around in the USL. There are a lot of shouldn't haves and off seasons. That's pretty true, to be fair. One of them, there are teams yeah. that should be doing a lot better. Rising is one of them. Uh, we've got Dooley and Rick must go is back. Hi there. Um, Seeing these teams above us really is a stark reality. Maybe they all did not have the injuries we have. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael here with some teams get one point out of 18. Oof. You Oof. know what? Oof. You know what? 
I'm sensing some tension in the chat. I feel like they need a bit of a relax. So before we move on to the top 10, Ramon, is there something you want to talk to us about? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about OGs. If you guys are looking to to relax, chill out, you know, especially on this weekend. It's a free weekend, you know, so we don't have a game. And, you know, it's, as you know, you and I know, Owen, when covering a game, you're pretty your Saturday nights are pretty much taken up. Right. So if you guys want to do something this weekend. You guys can go to ogsbrands.com, purchase your very own OGs, and just relax at home, you know? Pop, pop a movie in, relax, have some fun. Um, and then just to let you know, OGs just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, which is Pina Colada, and it's a perfect pineapple and creamy uh, creamy coconut blend. So you guys can enjoy that if you guys want to. And again, you guys can go purchase that at ogsbrands.com. And if you're into social media, especially Instagram, you guys can follow them on Instagram at, at OG's Brands. And you can also find their products at your local dispensary. And just a reminder that you must be 21 years or older to purchase some OG's. Hmm. That was giving me ideas. So now that I read that, I kind of want to go. Now that I got my four, I, I need to just like brand out, you know, like OG's over here, some four peaks over here, you know, just just do all that stuff right now. But yeah, we'll it see. just slowly starts taking over the shelves behind him. If you give Ramon something free, he will take plant. it and he will happily shill. Look at this. Look at this. And we'll see if it doesn't die. It's pretty hot in here. So we'll see. We'll see if it'll survive. Um, okay. No, don't call me a sellout. I know what you're trying to say. You are a sellout, though. <laughs> what do you mean? I work. I work for these, uh, <laughs> these organizations. So anyway, uh, back to the rankings. Go ahead. Upper half. All right. Are we ready? Yep. We're going to get some kind of. Weird drum roll going for the top 10. I wish I could hit my mic. That's that would be a soundboard. very bad idea. I don't know. Wait, what I, have you I'm got gonna, there? I have a soundboard, but I don't I don't know. I forgot what buttons are which, so I don't want to push anything that's bad. <laughs> Let's just hear one. Let's see what happens. Can you hear it? No, you can't hear it, huh? That no, we work. can't hear anything. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Okay, so we're not going to get some kind of fake drum roll from you. Come on. Come on. You can give us something. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. More of a base. Here we go. The top 10. So, again, going from bottom to top. In 10, we have San Diego Loyal. In 9, we have Detroit City. In 8, we have New Mexico United. In 7, El Paso Locomotive. In 6, Sacramento Republic. In 5, Colorado Springs Switchbacks. In 4, Memphis 901. In 3, San Antonio. In 2, Tampa Bay Rowdies. And in 1, it's Lou City. So... Now, this is, this is you know what, I'm going to hop in with my immediate one here, which is I did not have Lou City in number one. Ooh. I went with San Antonio as number one. No. I feel as no. though. You can't put him up not? first. They lost why the Rising Stars this season. You can't put him yeah, up that. And they, that's, oh, that that's, two of their, you. that's two of their three losses all season. Mm. Why, yeah, that's why they are for me, right? <laughs> all right, that makes sense. Uh, and you look at it anyway, right? San Antonio have played a game less than Louisville, and they've still got a point more. I don't know. And here's the chat Reese saying, how on earth did we pull the double over San Antonio? Exactly. I'll be perfectly right. I really don't know. I don't have a clue. Because yeah, San Antonio are legit this year. Exactly. That then that's that's why those games gave me hope. I'm like, wow, you know, rising can beat San Antonio. They should be pretty good against the top, you know, tiers of the you know, the USL championship. Nope. <laughs> it's like, what happens? Like, how come, how come they can play with them? But yeah. Yeah. And I think that the thing we're going to see with, with San Antonio is that we're also going to have perhaps some more growth in them. And you look at guys like Adenarans come in and, uh, 
Sal Abdul Sal Abdul Salam has come in. Um, these are good players, and I feel as though this team is going to only grow. Um, I, I really do think that. And to me, if you're not looking at San Antonio FC as someone who is a serious, 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 serious contender for the cup this year, then I personally have a very, very different opinion to you. But yeah, you look at East then, of course, Loose City on top. That's really reassuring, isn't it? It's going to be fun on Wednesday. <laughs> it's really not going to be fun on Wednesday. Loose City, we've got them at number one. That's who Rising are playing on Wednesday on ESPN2. Tampa Bay Rowdies, of course, did the uh, the big 5-1 against Rising earlier this year. Now, they've been picking it up lately, Tampa Bay. I, I felt as though they had a stretch earlier this season where it just wasn't quite working. Uh, I know they had some injury issues of their own. They had some games that were really stacking up. Uh, but the run of form right now is good. If you look at it, they're unbeaten in their last five. They've won four of those games. Mm-hmm. Memphis 901, of course, you could argue, should they be ranked above? I don't know. That's It's a question, right? I, I, Memphis over San Antonio, I wouldn't argue with you. Really? You'd put the yeah. three Eastern Conference teams above San Antonio. I just okay. So I feel Colorado was really great. Uh, I they've fallen off a little bit. I think maybe it's just injuries or scheduling wise. You know, they did have that COVID situation earlier in the year, so maybe that's kind of catching up to them. Uh, Colorado, Sacramento. I think they're the top two teams, uh, or I'm sorry, part of the top three teams in, in the in the Western Conference, but. I don't know. I don't, I'm not convinced by San Antonio too much. I don't know if it's because I've seen them in person. And again, Rising has, has beat them twice. But I think Sacramento, based on the way that I see them, and, and if we're talking, I'm kind of projecting here into what would happen in the playoffs if if they those teams met. If I feel watching Sacramento play in the U.S. Open Cup, I feel like they could just put it together, man. Like they just have the, something about that team where when it's a one game, you know, decide all, like I feel like they can put it together and beat either of those teams. Well, here's the thing, right? Let's look at where Sacramento are in the league right now. They currently, if they were to win their games in hand, could go up as high as third or fourth. And that's Mm -hmm. just for winning games in hand right now. So they're a team that while they're in seventh, that's deceptive. They've been a very good team as of late. They are picking up those results. They're doing very well in the cup and have shown their quality to get as far as they have in the cup. And personally, I think that seventh in the league table really does them a disservice. That's why they're actually, funnily enough, ranked higher in our rankings than they are in the Western Conference. (laughs) But hey, it's again, they've played less games. So it's deceptive. You know, they are only five points behind third and they've played two games less than San Diego. So... Mm Yeah, no, yeah. and I think I think they're a better team than San Diego, uh, El Paso for sure. So, uh, yeah, and just the way that their seasons pan out, especially when you go on a deep cup run, it's gonna kind of put you some some uh, uh, games behind. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with them. But I think they're 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 a really good team, and I think you know I think uh, what's his name? Uh, totally blanking out right now, but it was predicted that they'd be really good this season. So I'm glad to see that. Yeah, one other thing to note while we're on there, we did have to. I feel like we got to give a shout out. We we really laid into them as the Nisa All Stars, and everyone kind of did the start of this season. But Detroit City are in our top ten, and uh, they're currently sitting fifth in the Eastern Conference. Look, they've still got a lot more to prove. They're only halfway through that first season, but mm-hmm. the key thing is that they've come into this league and they've really competed um, in a way that 
a lot of teams when they come in for their first season in this league just do not. Mm-hmm. So uh, hats off to them. Um, there's still some time to go, of course, but right yeah. now they're sitting in a pretty good position, right? They're 11 points clear. I mean, Michael's here saying they haven't played anyone, but they look, they've played 19 games. I think the East is is a lot weaker than the the Western Conference. So, yes, I I applaud the fact that they're doing so well, but I kind of agree. You know, I think they've kind of had it easy going. And once the the going gets tough, I think they're going to, we're going to see what they're really made of. I'm not going to say that they're going to fall. I don't know. Because again, right? Let's just have a look at this, right? They managed to beat Light. Yeah, big deal. I know you all say that. They drew against El Paso. Yes, they lost to Sacramento, drew with Pittsburgh. They did draw a lot of these games, didn't they? Um, (laughs) But at the same time, look, I know they've got some more tough games around the corner. I know when you look at it, they've got New Mexico coming up. They've got Tampa Bay coming up. But we're a good way into the season now. I don't feel like we can really come out with... With a lot of this, I, I don't know. And and still, to Michael's comment here about three of them are better than Sa- San Antonio. Now, this is where I, I just don't agree with you, Ramon. I personally am putting San Antonio on top at the moment. I, I feel as though Lou City, City is someone that everyone, of course, gravitates to. They're perennially up there. San Antonio has had some fluctuation. But seriously, outside of a couple of weak performances against Phoenix Rising, and it was a couple of very surprisingly poor performances against Phoenix Rising, yeah. this team has barely put a foot wrong all year. And so, to me, mm-hmm. it's why they've got to be yeah. up there. No, true, and, and we gotta understand one of those games against Rising. You know, Ben Lunt had the performance of a lifetime. So it's, it, yeah, it took that to beat that San Antonio team. So uh, I could definitely understand that. Um, you know, Louisville City. I think they're they're scary, man. Like the more I, I research into them, and the more I, you know, the, their goalkeeper, you know, top of the league, defense top of the league. That Mushagalusha just scored a hat trick, and that's a guy that you know hadn't really scored that you know, consistently all season. So even with injuries to their front line, they still have, you know, people that can come in and fill those spots. So it's, it's rough, man. Like I, this is, whenever I see Louisville, it's one of those teams where I'm like, this is what rising should have been this season. You know, it's hard to compare, especially because we saw them at preseason and we saw them go toe to toe. And again, it's preseason. I get it. But seeing them both compete, I felt like rising was at that same level. And since then, They've gone in different directions, so it's it's tough to see. Well, we said it, didn't we, in the preseason when we were talking about the build-up to that game, and that Loose City is the team that, let's be perfectly frank, in USL Championship, Loose City is the bar. And people might not like that, some won't like that, but they are the bar, right? They've mm-hmm. won the cup twice. They always, always make it deep into the playoffs. Uh, you know, literally, I'm pretty sure they've made the conference final every single year of their existence. Okay, yeah. that's the kind of consistency they're putting up. They have a stadium that, quite frankly, look whether they fill it or not is irrelevant. The stadium itself is the envy of, you know, a lot of the league that's playing. I love watching their games when they're mm-hmm. when they play at home. I love watching it. Just and again, you're saying it's not like they fill it up every uh, weekend and week out, but when you see that stadium, you're like, whoa, look at this! Like a team in USL Championship is putting forward the money. And they're, look, we're here to compete, and this is how I feel like by investing that type of money, they show what they're about and what their intentions are when it comes to the league. They're not just here to play around. They're here to invest, and they're here to be the best of the best. So I, I, I applaud that. Yeah. All right. I feel like we've just about exhausted that topic for now. Um, 
let us know what you think of these. If people want, they can keep coming back. Um, I'm sure they'll be shorter in future weeks if we do do it, but yeah, we can keep this uh, keep this one coming back if people are interested. If people want to debate and see where it goes. And look at what Robert's saying. Lou City is top of the league because they play Tulsa, Charleston, uh, Red Bulls, Miami, uh, Hartford, and Loudon twice a year. Fair point. Yeah, but then you look at that and you see, all right, okay, so Rising managed to beat Miami. They managed to beat Hartford. They lost to Loudon. <laughs> Loudon are bad, but they lost to Loudon. I mean, Rising and, uh, lost to some really bad teams this year. Well, in a typical year, you know, Rising would play Vegas. They would play Galaxy Two, right? You know, the, you know, what, what was it? Tacoma Defiance a few years ago. So, oh God, not Tacoma. Yeah. Mm. So that's what I mean. Like it was like kind of more lower level leagues, I guess, or reserve teams from MLS. So, um, I guess they they had that too. Um, yeah, man, interesting li- uh, list. You know, if you uh, if you want to let us know how you felt about it, let us know on Twitter, PHNX underscore underscore Rising. If you're not wanting to let us know right now on the on the chat do you want to put these up on twitter see what people say i'll I put them up on twitter after i'll put these up on twitter after we'll, no, you just we'll tag every like journalist that you consulted we'll tag every like the mouthiest people in the league oh uh, man so yeah we'll, we'll see how that goes eh for sure for sure um all right owen let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at DraftKings. so if you guys haven't Make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. And when you make your first deposit, you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure to see the show notes for details. Do we have any? uh, It's Thursday, so we probably don't have anything for this week. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. I believe. I believe. Don't we have a game tomorrow? There's a game someone's playing tomorrow. Is there? I thought it was only Wednesday. There's a few games tomorrow. There's a couple of games tomorrow. Mm. So uh, let's get those odds up, shall we? Let's take a look now. At See, I'm trying, to, trying to refresh this. Two oh, games yeah. tomorrow. So we're going to oh. start by looking at New York Red Bulls 2 are playing against Indy 11. So the real like bottom bottom of the list of the league. That's going to be rough. I don't know the team, Playing against the team that hasn't got picked up a single point in five to me here's the thing right it's it's minus 130 on indy 11 to me i'm taking that because i just don't think that rebels are good you look at the way that they have gotten hammered in some of these recent games okay they lost six nil to louisville they lost three nil to pittsburgh they lost Mm. five nil to el paso that's their last three games in their last three games they have conceded 14 goals without answer. That is not good. In fact, if you really want to go back, they've conceded 15 goals overall since the last... Uh, wait, I just got to check. When did they score in there? Oh, no, because there were two goals. They went 2-0 up against San Diego. They've conceded 17 unanswered goals. New York Red Bulls, too. They are bad. That's why on that one, look, India favored, but to me, they're not favored as much as they should be. Yeah, I'm I'm calling that one a draw. I don't know. I don't know if I trust. You're calling that a draw at two plus two sixty five, plus two sixty five. Yeah, put some money on that one. The other interesting one though is Colorado hosting LA Galaxy two. I think Colorado. Colorado really need to get back on track, but that's really an an interesting question, isn't it? Look, I I think here, I I would personally back Colorado to get the win, but. At plus three ten, that LA Galaxy two line is 
tempting. Yeah, <laughs> that's one way to put it's it. Yeah, tempting because I wouldn't rule them out. Yeah. No, I, I think the key for that game is how will Colorado's defense, you know, contain the the firepower that LA Galaxy can bring to the field at LA Galaxy too. So if they're able to contain them, I think it'll go in favor of Colorado. If not, then I'm pretty sure LA would would probably get a a close win. I don't think they're they're gonna beat them like five zero or anything like that, but probably like a two one or something like that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, any uh, what are the odds for for all of those? Oh, uh, you want specific uh, score lines? Well, what score line? Check me one. You were going to say 2-1 to, yeah. to Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is plus 1,300. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> I did just get paid, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I've been pretty bad with these, uh, uh, with the betting here. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It all started off so well, didn't it? And then it's just Someone, gone downhill. Did you call last weekend's the 3-1? The Memphis one? Yeah, I did. And I, I shouldn't have, I should have actually put money on that because the odds on it were actually really good. Yeah, you could have made some money on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like at least 20 to 1. Yeah. And now I'm looking somewhere. back at it and going, like, why didn't I put money on that? That was. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I think someone the week before called the other result. So, you know, good, good stuff, or good good energy here. Not me, though. Any, everyone else in, that's involved in the show. Uh, good, good stuff there. So yeah, let me know, uh, guys. What are you, what are you betting on there for uh, either of those two games? Let us know in the chat. Actually, Lust does at home are unstoppable. The crowd is amazing. <laughs> but the good news is it's in Colorado Springs, and yeah, the uh, crowd of uh, I don't know players' parents is always a sight to behold. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was interesting going to that game and uh, over there in Carson. So uh, anyway, let's move on to Saturday's games. Uh, we have Loudon uh, hosting Tampa Bay, Charleston hosting Hartford. Orange we County. all know the big one. The big one. No, no. Ignore all of these nonsense games. There no, is one go game everyone's got to watch. No. I was, I was getting to it. I was literally one across. All right. The <laughs> Memphis 901 hosting Louisville City. I think that is a big can, game. Right. I think every rising fan should tune in for this game. I think they we need to see what's going to happen. How this team performs against the arguably the other best team right now in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. And we'll see how Louisville, you know, does and what we can expect on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I feel as though I'd go a step further and say if you're a USL championship fan and you are, your team is not otherwise occupying you at that particular moment in time, you should be watching this game because these mm-hmm. are two very legit sides in the Eastern Conference. And you're going to see them twice this year and once in the playoffs, probably. Uh, I could see that happening. I could see them making it there in the playoffs. Look, I'm really intrigued to see what happens there. And I'm sure a lot of people will be uh, there crying out for some red cards, please. Uh, specifically <laughs> to the uh, the boys in purple. Um, you know, see some suspensions, of course. But yeah, there's a lot, a lot of excitement to watching that game. I think you, if you're missing that game and you haven't got something that's seriously occupying you otherwise, then you you're really missing out. That that should be a great clash. Yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, another good match: uh, New Mexico hosting Pittsburgh. We'll see how that. That goes uh, down. Uh, are we just listing the baseball stadiums right now? All the good games are in baseball stadiums. I don't. I wasn't a fan of that. I'm like really. Oh god, no! That pitch was awful. Yeah. You know the was... mound wasn't level, right? I don't know if people quite understand. <laughs> I actually took a picture. I don't know if I got it on my camera. It's probably on my <laughs> camera. I'm gonna have to post it later. There was. I had a picture of it which just showed perfectly that like 
when you actually looked at it, the line clearly bent, or it looks like it bends. It looks like it bends because the mound is like that much higher than the rest of the field. Oh my god! And even the coach, and I think he gave like a like a, a halftime interview, and he's like, "Well, now they're gonna have the good grass." I'm like, "Good grass? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's what happens when you play. When you're playing a baseball stadium, so and it's getting worse from what I got there. Apparently, it used to be better than that. Um, mm. yeah. I don't know. Mm. I'm, good. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> uh, we got Detroit traveling over to, to Monterey Bay, uh, Oakland hosting El Paso. That one should be an interesting game as well. And then Sacramento hosting Birmingham Legion. And then only one game on Sunday, um, RGV Toros hosting. Las Vegas lights. So a lot of good games. Well, there's actually a Monday game as well. There's for, for there? the second time in a few weeks, we got a Monday game that is San Diego against Colorado Springs. Wow. Well, look at Colorado just putting in the world. That's that's second against third in the West as it stands. Mm. So that should be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's always a good time for some uh, USL championship action. Again, if you're a USL soccer, if you're a soccer fan, man, just watch this Memphis 901 Louisville City. I think I wish they did a better job marketing these type of games. Like uh, a, a few weeks ago, it was uh, I think it was the, I forget who it was. I think it was El Paso at Detroit, and it was a perfect just Sunday morning game uh, because there's no you know uh, Premier League, there's no European leagues going on. So you wake up, it's like oh, there's a game on. Let's watch. Let's put it on TV. You know, you can watch some breakfast or whatever. Um, or get some breakfast while you're watching it. So I, I love that. But, you know, I know it's a Saturday night game, but, you know, they, they market it a little bit better. I think, uh, can I totally. Can I just actually, I, I, wa- I want to just uh, go on a diatribe briefly about the Eastern time zone because uh, poor old me is going to be in the Eastern time zone on Monday. So that game, if I want to stay up and watch San Diego against Colorado Springs, it starts at 10. 10 o'clock that's where we live on the west coast man yeah exactly why 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 are they making us go east and play games east no play them west i like my afternoon games i like my night games but i don't like 10 o'clock games yeah it works in the west because you you watch all these early games in the in the east and then you you know you watch the west coast ones and then 10 o'clock you're ready for bed you know perfect (laughs) it just works out uh, all right all right uh owen uh you know just before we wrap up here um what are your thoughts on these new teams a, a lot of a lot of chatter this weekend this week on on new teams joining usl uh not necessarily the championship but maybe usl league one uh these other teams i heard about new orleans and uh is it santa barbara if i'm correct the other team yeah so santa barbara have signed up they're going to be joining league one uh there will be a team joining in new orleans that's confirmed as of today uh, they will be playing in the championship and in the usl super league apparently oh, wow. as of 2025 That's so a little way off for them they're a little way off but hey it's a party away day that's not vegas and everyone's sick of vegas so <laughs> yeah no i like it I, I like the fact that they're if, if you were to ask me like how usl championship continues to grow is by adding teams such as this and in cities that not necessarily, I know, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not sure New Orleans is known for their soccer culture. I could be wrong. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard too much about it, but I like that USL is taking the time to go into these cities and say, you know what, we're going to put our you know foothold on this uh, and, and create these fan bases. And, you know, and I'm sure there's fans of soccer everywhere, but, 
by doing this, I think they're kind of hitting a market that MLS kind of forgets once in a while. Um, so I really like that. And, you know, hopefully one day there's some sort of pro rel, you know, pro rel going on in USL championship. I think that would make that really interesting as well. And a lot of people would be a fan of it. So we got Ramon on the promotion and relegation train then. I'm, I've been a fan of that. I, I think one of the things that, and I'm segueing now, I'm kind of going on a rant. One of the things that has really hurt Mexican soccer is the fact that they've done away with relegation and we we're seeing it you know the, the teams aren't competing the players aren't the same mls is just surpassing liga mx and and uh and i know mls doesn't have it either but it's it's one of those things that i am a huge fan of and i see how it can work especially kind of in the english premier league when you see teams like Leeds bounce back and and stuff like that it's just great you know i see i love those stories and i see uh, i love seeing those players and teams so yeah, and I think it's worth noting as well that when you have that kind of a situation where relegation is a realistic threat on the table, then it, it just adds a bit more urgency and perhaps we'd see less of the... Something that really has frustrated me this week is, uh, or these past few weeks, is when people are just like, oh, well, we're just having a bad year. Like, no, no. Like, you, have a you bad should year. be holding their feet to the fire because rising is down among teams that are bad, really, mm-hmm. really really bad and quite frankly if you're just willing to nod along and go along with that then like i don't know go (laughs) what's what's the point (laughs) like yeah i Um, I don't that's something i've never really understood i've never really understood this goes beyond just football this is like american sports in general whereby it's like oh i guess we're just bad like no no (laughs) well for a while it was like the nba well we're gonna be bad on purpose (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that I, I that really I hate that. I hate the fact that people give people an incentive to just be bad. Yeah. Like, and then yeah, exactly. You get the first round draft pick and you know, hopefully you're good in a couple of years. So I I don't like that at all. I, I think the fact that and we wouldn't honestly if we wouldn't be seeing what's going on with rising right now if there was some sort of relegation. Because like you're saying, if there's you know, if you're towards the bottom let's say it was the bottom three teams in the league that go down, you would not see rising the way that they're playing right now. That's not, I think it would create more of an incentive for them to, to be better. So um, well, anyway, as, as Michael says here at the moment, it's like watching the D backs on a Dodgers wage bill. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bobby rising are playing like we're trying to win the first pick in the draft and uh, is rising tanking on purpose to improve their chances. Yeah. yeah it seems to surprise nobody. USL does not have a draft. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Seems like it, right? All right, y'all. That is it for us uh, for this week. Thank you so much for joining us again. Next week's going to be a little different. Shows on Monday, post game on Wednesday, and then a show again on Friday uh, before the Saturday game. So uh, keep up with us. If you guys haven't yet, make sure to follow us on PHNX underscore underscore rising. I think we're at 633 followers right now. We're getting closer. We're getting rid of this guy. It's growing. We're getting getting there. there. We're getting there. All right, y'all. And uh, that's pretty much it for me on my and Owen. Anything else? Nope, let's enjoy a quieter weekend than usual. Watch some teams that are playing better than Rising and mm. uh, brace ourselves for Wednesday. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, y'all. We will be back on Monday. Until then, be well, stay safe, and talk to you later.